This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the county result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So... The only thing left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. You're listening to the Scarf Pagara War. For county fans, by county fans. Oh, great flick up by Alan Armstrong. Oh, oh, what a beauty! Oh, what a beauty! I wasted all my life for that! What a screamer! An absolute screamer! Evening, cheers for joining us for another midweek episode of the Scarf Begara War, the podcast for county fans by county fans. I'm freelance Jurgen Klopp, body double Nick Lee, and it's really good to see him doing so well with our face. In a week where county fans and Stockfordians all over can be rightfully proud, I'm joined by Russ Johnson, Dave Long, and Peter Wilson to talk West Ham and look forward to Notts County on Saturday. Well, it starts off, Russ. Let's talk yeah. West Ham, shall we? Well, I think we should. There's no other place to start, is there? Uh, one word to sum it up. Either of you, each of you, but you can't use the word proud. Go. Uh, I'll start. Um, gutted. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. I like that one. I'm, I'm just trying to find my th- 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 thesaurus. So can, so can... <laughs> prideful. Uh, I'd say prideful. Prideful. <laughs> I'm going to say proudius. Wasn't he in Game of Thrones? (laughs) (laughs) Talking of Game of Thrones, did you not think there was a bit of a Game of Thrones vibe to the match with with them coming up from King's Landing all the way up to Winterfell and everything? It it felt very good. Yeah, there was a bit of that. Yeah, and the weather. Yeah, everyone battling in the mud. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I mean, if 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 we just get into the match, there's there's loads of things to talk about. you know all that. I mean, let's let's start let's start about the build up and things. So people might not know that we did three West Ham channel or podcast sort of interviews before beforehand as 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 the group, um, and we also spoke to German TV 
a German TV commentator. So that's pretty good for, uh, from our perspective. But um, I mean, the biggest takeaway from me, and you know, I, I hope I hope you you lads feel the same was, um, it's like a turning point. I think that for the players and the club, in a similar vein to when we lost at home to Fylde. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We, had, we had that massive turning point and I just felt that um, we there's more of a connection with the players and you know you know in the podcast a few weeks ago we said oh well I certainly said we didn't I didn't feel like there was any connection with the players because we've not seen them play live and we've not we've not been there sort of in the flesh I think that's got a bit closer now yeah yeah I'm hoping I'm hoping that it is that kind of epiphany type moment if you like that we can build on this going forward that it isn't just kind of a a one-off I mean going off the performance uh, against West Ham anyone who says that this team are all in it together are all on the same page is completely wrong Um, every single one you know 100% which is really pleasing after you know a lot of the sort of rumours and nonsense has been flying about recently it's really 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 pleasing to see yeah I, I must admit I, I was definitely last few weeks I've been a bit unsure about Liam Hogan just ma- mainly for the stupid fouls he gives away but his performance I mean anyone could have got man in a match on Monday night but Hogan was just colossal for me he was absolutely mm-hmm. quite it was a very very Mike, Mike Flynn against Southampton type performance for me that was he was awesome I just want and to say, like, seeing him do the press conference and the in, the interviews and what have you, the way he spoke, yeah, like Dave said, you can tell everyone's on board. I just want to say, I've never seen County defend that well since mm. the Carlisle game yeah. back in what 2006 <laughs> or seven, whatever it was. But for 82 minutes, but like holding onto a, a a Premier League team for that long, with the conditions that we were playing in as well, I'm immensely proud of every single one of them. Um, you couldn't have asked not- more, I think. It's not just holding a prem. It's a good Premier League team as well. I mean, it's not like it's Sheffield United or Fulham or something. You know, this is a decent Premier League team in good form with who pick, pretty much picked the, the team that's got them into that good form. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. De- yeah, Declan, yeah, Rice, yeah. Declan Rice will be getting sold for fifty million plus soon. Yeah, it was a game of very few chances. I thought. I mean, I can't really <laughs> remember too many chances, especially in the second half. Um, I know they had like, the first ten minutes. They were doing their shots from like long distance and stuff. But I can't remember any chances in the second half where apart from yeah, that goal, yeah. which also we, we switched off for what, a, a second or two. And obviously... I think, I think as the pitch got worse, the conditions got worse, the, the, the standard of football got worse. Yeah. And that's no disrespect to either side. It was just, it was, you know, the ball was sticking and it was, yeah, it was um, a little bit farcical at times. But again, no disrespect to either side. Um, both, both gave 100% and... You've got to be really, really pr- proud of what we achieved there. Like Nick said, against a decent Premiership side as well. Um, this is not, you know, someone, you know, a team who stuck the kids out or anything like that. Um, it was, it was, it was a good side, and we more than matched them. More than matched them. Only one, only one gripe, uh, two actually. Yeah. Set set, pe- <laughs> set pieces. Yeah. Set, pe- set, set pieces were. Our only chance of scoring, really, weren't yeah, they? Yeah. And they were just poor. And that we didn't do enough going forward. We just we weren't enough of a threat. And I'm not complaining too much about those those things. 
Um, but yeah, I was just a little bit frustrated that we just didn't do it. We didn't test their keeper enough. I don't think. Yeah, that's exactly what I said as well. I mean, we just we it was got, building up to the game. We just kind of knew what we our game plan was. It was just definitely counter attack or set pieces. And if you look at all the set pieces that we had, apart from maybe one corner, they didn't break first man. They were just awful corners. And so, as what you said there, Dave, was like we didn't get forward enough. I can't remember any shot that we had apart from the Jennings shot, which got blocked. Mm, and yeah. that's the only downside to the game I thought we had. Apart from that, I thought we were excellent. Yeah, we yeah. played well. The, the one decent corner we did deliver early on, their keeper, Randolph, made an absolute hash, out, hash of it, and it could have gone anywhere. Yeah, exactly. yeah. So if, if we put a few more in like that... But, I mean, I'll put this to you, lads, actually. If there'd been a crowd in, I'm confident we, we would have won that. Yeah. Completely we'd have more chances, yeah. We'd have, go, go, we'd have had more attacking play. Yeah. Going go at half-time, nil-nil, the roar that would have greeted that yeah, exactly. would, have, would have picked them right up for the second half without a count, and then shooting towards the Chile in the second half. Does anyone else think we should have had a penalty? No. No. Not a chance, no. Am I the only one? Am I the only person who thinks <laughs> that was a penalty? If, you give, if, you, if, if that was given as a penalty, there would be so many penalties each game. It wasn't... Well, it so wasn't be it. Many. Don't go tripping people <laughs> up in a penalty area. I know people are saying that they should have had a penalty. They should have. Therefore, they should have had a penalty. They should because Jordan Keane won the ball. Jordan Keane got the ball. He, he got. He got the ball. Yeah. Yeah. I'll give yeah, you so that. Was I, I, ours wasn't. You're talking about the Bennett one near the end. Yeah. Yeah. No, it wasn't a penalty. Five five thousand people in the Cheedland. We're getting that. Oh, I would have screened for it. I, I screened for it. I can remember oh, yeah. screaming uh, at the TV uh, for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My, voice, my voice has always just come back from the screaming. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> Don't forget though, as well, the defending wasn't—it wasn't last ditch. We weren't—we were yeah. never on the edge defending, were we? Weren't panic stations? It was. Hinchliffe could have pulled up a deck chair and got a newspaper out. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah. Calm. And the one thing—the one thing I noticed as well, which I, I was—I was really proud of it, and I hoped everybody around the the world was watching. We tried to play it out from the back all the time. Every they stuck to the game plan. You know, and I, and I watched um, I watched a bit of some other matches this week, um, especially Burnley and Man United last night. They weren't playing it on, on the floor as much as we were. Um, mm. and, you know that they're going toe to toe. So I, I was really proud of that. I mean, going back to your attacking points, you, you, you never you, you're not going to are you? I mean, they're a really good um, Premier League team. We're concentrating on defending that much that every time we do get out, it was. It was just coming straight back, and I could understand that. But I was like you lads; I was totally really disappointed with some of the set pieces. And when I did see it up, you know. Yeah, I mean the the attacking thing. Like I say it's not a massive complaint. I know it was a kind of a fine line between um, defending deep and playing it, you know, playing it cool, or we 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 go for it and we play aggressively, and you know, we can end up you know conceding three or four. So it's a bit of a fine line. Um, but yeah, I thought. Especially in the second half, we started to counter. We were a bit more confident, come out of our shell a little bit, especially given the conditions. It was a really good effort, second half. But I just felt then that we just, that was the time when we needed to, to have a bit of a go and, and try and be a bit more aggressive. But, uh, yeah, again, not, uh, not a huge uh, grumble for me at all. I did, I did see someone on one of the boards. Well, so, one of the boards on Twitter. Someone saying, "Oh, I wish we'd gone two up top from the start." Well, that, that's how you get dicked five nil. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? You've got you've got yeah. to be pragmatic, and and the fact that the players showed such maturity to defend like that and not not get sucked was just yeah. a, te- a testament to how much work they put in. If you put if you start with two up top, it's not going to stick up there much more than it does with one up top. No, is it much more? It, it probably will stick up there more 
but but not a, not like massively. So you're just gonna head, it's just gonna come back, and when it does come back, you're a man like. I did feel sorry so... for Reed though. He was he was very isolated up front. I mean that and that's the the whole issue with that formation that we played, um, or just having one person up top. But in the circumstances of the game, it was probably the right choice. To be fair. So I've never yeah. been impressed. I've never been too impressed with Reed as a lone striker. But on Monday, he did a great job. Yeah, he, he looks absolutely knackered when he went off. Like, but yeah. Yeah, well, he's mm. done a shift, hasn't he? I mean, yeah. Gannon, Gannon, I think Gannon hedged his bets, didn't he? You know, four at the back, two holding midfielders, one up top. He's probably thinking, I mean, I, I personally was thinking get to 20, and if it's still nil-nil, then see how we go from there, because 20 mm. minutes against that type, type of team, mm. you know, we knew what we were bringing. I'm, I'm hoping, well, I don't know what he was thinking. I'd like to ask him. Gannon was thinking maybe get to 60, get to 65, and if it's still nil-nil, see what we can do then. That's that's yeah. that's the way you seem yeah. to play for me. Yeah, but go. go I'd like, like to sit. Sorry, Pete. Go on. So I was going to say, go back to what you said about like the weather and the pitch. I feel like that helped us a lot as well, considering they couldn't play their slick passing game, as they as they said on their their forums and stuff. <laughs> but it, it also helps us as well. I think the, the the conditions were awful. It was absolutely pissing down, wasn't it? And. We couldn't. They couldn't really get anything going, could they at all? Um, no. Well, they they weren't up for it. One or two of their players, when they were taking throws, were were sort of tiptoeing in the in the water yeah. on the sides, yeah. Jump, jumping over the puddles. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, yeah, you, you could sell. It's a good point, that Ross. Actually, you could sell just by the body language, and you, yeah. know, you get the kind of close-ups, you know, during um, you know little breaks in play and that. And some of them just didn't fancy it. So, and it was, yeah, it was kind of a case of what if if. You know, one of the set pieces had been half decent. Exactly. We couldn't. Yeah. We couldn't. Yeah. We couldn't hit that very easily towards the end. Yeah. Just, just on just on their players not looking like they fancied it. I thought that about Yarmolenko as soon as he walked out. I thought he don't fancy. It. They must have rain in the Ukraine. I mean, yeah, it's in the rain. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's Ukraine, so they must do. Well, I think I think John Kieran tweeted. I think he was tweeted or he heard something afterwards that off camera he was watching Yarmolenko in kitchen because Yarmolenko was down the right, was he? Yeah, he's left footed, but yeah, he's on the right, yeah. Yeah, and um, the, Kitchen and Yarmolenko were having a right good sort of, you know, good yeah, battle. And Yarmolenko did look like he didn't fancy it mm. against Kitchen. And I was thinking, yeah. well, that's great. And and he was one of the ones, incidentally, that was tiptoeing through the puddles. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know. Yeah. I was just going to say that I'd like to have seen Bennett a little bit earlier. Yeah. Um, mm. Just the weather's getting, you know, getting, making it worse. You know, there's a few direct balls to be played in there, and you know, and when he came on, he looked good. He looked good, and his link-up play was decent, and it gave, um, you know, the midfield a chance to, to kind of link up with, with the attack a little bit more. And yeah, I'd just like to have seen him for a bit longer. But again, I, I'm not complaining at all. Really, just it was it was a really overall a really really good performance, and we should be rightly proud of what we've we've achieved there. Definitely, one of the yeah. things I took away from it: how nice was West Ham's kit? <laughs> yeah, gorgeous. Yeah, all black, and it's like a simplified version of the badge as well, just with with the hammers on. No, no, I didn't know it's that. I like I like that. Yeah, I don't like yeah. any badge. I think it's. That, that's not the that's just a simplified version for the change kit in it. I don't think they've changed badges, have they? Yeah, no, they changed badges from the, the old one when they moved to um Oh yeah, to the uh, new stadium, yeah. Well the old badge, the old hammers badge, it was really nice. The new ones is the bit it's too simple. And we got we got, I mean I can't really go on about new badges considering we've we just got a new one as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They go through that process as well, but 
Yeah, no, no, I, I quite like these new modern badges. I remember when Arsenal changed theirs, I thought that was a, a massive improvement from the old one. I, I like the city one, the new city one. Yeah. But well, the, the, that, the, the, the new city one goes back to the old. Yeah, I, I like that one as well. To be honest, yeah, yeah, it's the, the old one. That yeah. that's but why we, I like that's why I like our badge. I think we've modernised it. We've, yeah, we put we put we put it into a circle, Pete. That's what we've done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm put 1883 on it again. Yeah. I just quickly want to mention um, that Hitchy came on in the 86th minute. Um, are you flat? He's, he's made his debut against West Ham. Do you reckon he made his debut against when he, when he came on because he's only 17 playing against West Ham? Jim always does it. He, he always yeah. does it in, in big games. He always puts a young player on the bench to make a debut. Yeah, that's, I think that's how Jordan Downing first played. Yeah, I just, I just want to ask um, you, Rob. Yeah, I don't really know much anything about him. I didn't know what position he played. Or he's been, he's been on the bench a few times. I think he's he's more of an attacking player. Um, I did I did notice he went to Declan Rice at the end to try and get his shirt, and they weren't allowed oh, to because of COVID. But Declan Rice has been in touch with him on Instagram and sorted him out. Yeah, Declan Rice has yeah. been class throughout this whole process. The whole game. some some pure class coming out of West Ham play Antonio as well. Like, yeah, he, nice comment that, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they've shown a lot of class there. Yeah. Uh, say, com- uh, compared to some of the fans, I noticed one of their fans <laughs> claiming that we watered the pitch. Is no, that well, fucking <laughs> hell. Have a look up in the sky. If your face gets wet, we've not watered the pitch. Yeah. <laughs> I nearly replied to a few. I, I, I didn't because yesterday I was feeling a bit shitty. Has anyone seen me tweet saying I was a bit deflated once yeah. it had sunk in? Mm-hmm. And um, and I've seen a few of their, their fans tweeting and you know about the number of fans we have and the state of the pitch and all that fucking nonsense. And I nearly replied to a few and I thought, no, I just can't. I can't do it. That's a 1% though. We'll even to it. It's 1% in 99% of fans. And if you consider their fan base compared to ours, they've got yeah. millions and millions of fans. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I know we've got nationwide fans as well. Big up Japan, but like they've got so... <laughs> <laughs> they're going to have that one knobhead, aren't they? You know, on, on social media. So I'm yeah, well, apparently, according to one of the tweets, we've, we've only got 250 fans... That's what one of them said. Yeah. So, yeah, of course. It's what does he know? I bet he's not been to a game in months. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's just little, it's just little knobheads who don't, who don't know stuff. You just don't what, know like, football, do they? Like that little Tottenham gimp who seems exactly. on Twitter. Oh, what, County just block him and just have done with it. <laughs> oh, no, I think it's funny. I think he's just showing himself up to be a tit, and it's brilliant. <laughs> but most West Ham fans have been been great and then the people yeah. we've, we've spoken to and done podcasts with they're all they're all fantastic yeah, all supportive yeah. of our club and stuff like that so fair play to all but... credit to Mike Dean uh, I thought that was a, one of the best refereeing performances we've seen I, I've always I've always because the referees we had in the in the National North were shit so then we thought oh we'll get back up to the National League they'll be better and they haven't been but there is clearly a difference. Like the Premier League do obviously have some good rest because he, he, I thought he did great. I, I enjoyed the picture that's doing the screenshot that's doing the rounds of him and Noble. Oh, yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like a Renaissance painting. It's amazing. I was a few other people picked up on that as well. The football ramble were talking about that for a while as well. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I tweeted that picture and a picture of. Gannon, Turnbull and Palmer holding mm. the trophy. <laughs> I just want to quickly mention that as well. That was um, what I didn't know about it at first. What was going on? I was like, "Oh, fucking it's county fans again!" Something like bloody yobos. Oh, yobos, yeah. But um, yeah, it's such a class when when I found out and stuff like that. Yeah, and I'm glad all like the players picked up on it after the game as well. Even the West Ham players and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, we wishing them well and stuff. Yeah, I think everyone for the podcast wishing them well and stuff like that. So absolutely. 
Yeah, definitely. So overall, I mean, I, I know I should say, say say it in one word. I think I think we've proved it's pretty difficult. Apart from you, Pete, you were you were stellar there with gutted. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it is difficult to do it in one word, isn't it? Because there was, there was that many emotions. I mean, from my perspective, if I was to round it all up, I'd say disappointed but proud. Because I, I do I do think it was a mischance. You know, if yeah, pieces yeah. were better. Um, but you know, just just having a couple of days to think about it now, the 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 profile of the club must have gone up massively after that. You know, yeah. I don't think we've ever been off the map, but no. you know, it, people have always known about us, haven't they? And you know, yeah. well, people who know football and know how many fans we've got and shit like that. But um, I think I think it's just we, you know, just back up. I would say back on the map. I don't want to use that phrase because we've never been off it. But you know, you know what I mean. It's improved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we've we kind of, as we've fallen through the leagues and ended up in non-league and that and been in regional football for six years, kind of, I wouldn't say become a bit of a joke, but it's, I'm not even going to word, use the word embarrassing either because I don't want to start that one again, but <laughs> it's kind of like, it has, it has been embarrassing, Dave. people <laughs> like, uh, fans of opposition teams like to kind of poke fun at us, shall we say, and the overall media coverage and the increased exposure and and obviously the performance as well the other night have all increased that again have all made you know kind of uh what's the phrase i'm looking for they've, they've kind of helped increase our profile again uh, as yeah. you said um and that's only going to help that's going to change people's uh, opinions of us that's going to help change the you know people's perspective of us and yeah, it's just not going to be long until we're back in the football league. Um, there's a, definitely, there's a couple of sort of big points that I was thinking about. One, one was um, if if Gannon's going out for players now, they're going to immediately know they're going to immediately know what we're about because of what 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 they saw on that match last night. They're probably going to see the ground and you know see small things that West Ham got changed in a changing room. Away from the away from the existing changing room, so we've got that kind of infrastructure. The second thing is, I know Gannon knows Moyes already anyway, but any other manager watching that from higher up in the leagues probably wouldn't think twice now about sending a player on loan to us. Uh, exactly, yeah, that was one of the things I was going to mention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we kind of had that with um, we had that relationship with Everton under Neil Young, like bringing the likes of Dyson and Thornley in on loan. So yeah, it'd, it'd be good, yeah. To, good to explore and see, see what West Ham have got that we can. That we can kind of take advantage of. Yeah, you know, I wouldn't be surprised to see that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Gannon, Gannon mentioned it, didn't he? I forget which interview it was on. It, it was, I think it might have been the pre-match that he knew Moyes and he'd already had Ruddy. Um, is it not Jordan Thornley? Was it? Was it Thornley? No, it was, it was when he was at Motherwell. He had Ruddy. I mean, he had Ruddy for us as well. But yeah, he had, yeah, he had yeah, Ruddy yeah. at Motherwell. And there, there were some um, other players that he mentioned. Luka, yeah. Lukas, Lukas Jakovic or something like that. So oh, Jakovic. Jakovic. Yeah. Yes, that's it. So it, it just it just bodes well, and that that's probably not just Moyes and Gannon now, but like I say, other managers will see that and go, "All oh, right, they play yeah, that, yeah, that kind of yeah. football." Yeah. yeah. Know they get coached well. Know they get looked after. You know, all the all mm. the everything's there, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, just a couple of other things about the um, the BT Sports uh, coverage and they have that you know the kind of little studio, well, sort of makeshift open air studio thing in yeah. the corner of the the Vernon and the Cheadland. And didn't the Cheadland look 
fucking brilliant, <laughs> didn't it? Didn't it just oh, like it looked magnificent? We were sat watching it. I said to my girlfriend, and her mum was like, "I can see my seat." Oh, <laughs> I, I, I put yeah, it mine yeah. out. Yeah. I put it mine out. Well, yeah. that's what I look. Paused it. All the perches still on it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got a council on the phone. I did. Um, I did notice BT's coverage is a lot less patronising than BT than BBC. The I don't, BBC. I don't, know, if, I don't know if you watched uh, Marine against Tottenham, but the way Dion Dublin was talking about the Marine keeper, it's like they just found him at a bus stop. Yeah, put <laughs> some gloves on him. It's like, oh, that that's a great punch from the goalkeeper. Wait, he just flapped at a corner, Dion. You know, it's, it's, it's not that great. Come on. But yeah, the, the way he was talking, yeah, yeah. I've always had a good lot of time for Dion Dublin, but I think he should fuck off back to home under the hammer now. Yeah, yeah. I thought, I, thought, I thought Paul Scholes did a decent job. Um, yeah, considering I was sat there slagging him off about yeah, like 10 minutes like, before he came, I was like, oh, is this wanker? He doesn't know how to yeah. build a football club in infrastructure. So, yeah. And then he misses his hair, like, look, he's being nice. He's being nice. Like, I don't care. Yeah, yeah. Ginger bollocks. <laughs> he had plenty, plenty of good things to say about Counter, didn't he? Uh, and yeah. he knew his stuff as well. You know, he knew the players. Um, he, he, he knows um, what we've been up to in the last few years how well we've played haven't we? we've got promotion and things like that so so yeah yeah he was quite quite knowledgeable about us he did say um which raised my eyebrow when he said about start getting into the championship he went you'll need you'll need some money he'll have to have some money and i thought well he will but are you saying that because you've not got that money i don't know it just, <laughs> it just rung in me as if to say he was kind of scared that you know you're going to need some money and yeah yeah i think he knew how much they they needed or we needed anyway to to get to get through all these things. I think it was I think he knows, but I, I yeah I don't think he knows who Scott Scott was. To be fair, it was good to see Scott on on the BT coverage as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I only saw a bit of that interview, um, but I heard it. I heard him when he said that he'd rather have um, you know ten ten thousand fans in paying nothing than making yeah. all this money off you know um, yeah. the TV coverage and mm. and the media coverage. Yeah, well, it's, it's nice for him to. He's, he's been here less, less than a year, and he's got um, a, re- a return on his investment already. Um, and what it would be nice to do end of this month, actually, we'll do we'll do a little um, almost a yearly report, just so we can see how how things have gone in that twelve months. I think it'd be nice for us to do that at the end of the month. Are you talking about in terms of county or the world? Because if, if it's the world, oh, I'm not, I'm not doing it well. Four, four men yeah. alone cannot cover that. <laughs> well, we can. It's like COVID. Yeah. Yeah. Another podcast, yeah. I think. <laughs> COVID America. COVID America. Yeah, almost, that's a, pretty much it. Sixteenth of January. It's gonna say it's almost a year to the day, isn't it? Was it the sixteenth, Dave? Is that yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah, that's Friday. Oh, actually, no, 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 uh, it wasn't. No, that was the month on it. That was no, it was Saturday we played. Was it Sutton was the sixteenth, so I reckon. It might well, have been. Don't forget, fourteenth. Tomorrow. It was. It was Thursday. It was the fourteenth because it was the best birthday present I could have got. Because my birthday's on the fifteenth. Happy birthday, me! Oh well, I'm not getting you a present again. <laughs> Happy birthday to you! It was, it was, well, a, it was we, a nice we, present. So we got, got your song. We got your mark start last year, Pete. So yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. Yeah. You know what more do you I want? want? More though. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get your tax in Shinawatra this year. <laughs> we'll c- go commit some war crimes in your garden. Fuck it. <laughs> what, what about the other stuff around the ground? Then the um, the digital advertising boards looked a bit mint, didn't they? Yeah, we've sent them back now, though, haven't we? Well, yeah, yeah they weren't only on loan, weren't they? I, I, didn't, I did notice when the ball hit one. I was like, "Careful!" 
Got send it back at Marnie. We'll have money back. Lose that back. But what I what I did notice was obviously we've had the pictures of the training rooms, but the actual tunnel going out, they've got this. It just says Edgley Park now on the on the wall, and it's like some. I'm, they didn't show the proper. Like, no, it, had, it was almost like, in. It looked like it was like different names or something. Yeah, I know. It's yeah, like, yeah. yeah. So, something like inspirational quotes or something. Uh, county people, I don't know. I wanted to see the players touching the top of the thing, you know, like you do at Anfield. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Minimum, I'll reach it. You went to the same school as me, Pete, didn't you? Yeah. You know, uh, you know, on lower school where they've got the in the, they've got the sports hall and they had the balcony up above, didn't they, where you played yeah. table tennis and that. And on the way down the stairs, there's a thing, it's, it's like yellow and black paint on there, and it says, Mind your head. And a mate of mine, as we were walking down the stairs, actually jumped, pretending to head the sign and split, and split his head open. And it was the funniest thing that ever happened at school. Oh, it was brilliant. I, I nearly failed my GCSEs because of that, because I was laughing for about six months. I'd just be sat there in an exam, and I'd, I'd see him sat in front of me with his scar on his head. And I'd just sit there pissing myself, laughing again. Nightmare. So, yeah, we don't want that happening to Minham, do we? Oh, no, <laughs> uh, no, well, for hopefully we daft enough to do that. Um, one thing I wanted to mention is before the game and the furore it caused writing on the shirts. Oh, fucking hell! It's the I, I don't think I say discourse. See, this I wanted to get onto, <laughs> I wanted to get onto this because people obviously people seem to be co opting the word bedwetter. To, to mean anyone who complains about anything. But bedwetter is for people who are calling for the manager to be sacked after five games of a season. That's that's what bedwetter is reserved for. My issue with the embroidery was that it makes it seem like we think that's the biggest day in our history and stuff like that. We're not like a team of plumbers and stuff. We'll have, we've had better days than that and we'll have better times than that in the future. But having found out the way in which they're auctioning it off, because that's something else that gets me. When they do auction memorabilia off, it's always to the highest bidder. So most fans are priced out of it. But they've done a raffle this time yeah. to support Beechwood, which, I'm, yeah, I'm no problem with that whatsoever. So, so now I know they've done a raffle and what have you. I had no problem with it. I just, want to quick, I just want to quickly get onto that, because I have actually bought a ticket, but um, all the all the proceedings go to Beechwood Cancer Care. Um, mm. You can get like a frame shirt, like um, some unframed shirts of the match. Signed balls, signed match programs and stuff. And I think it's like a fiver for a ticket and stuff. Yeah. So if this podcast does come out before Friday when they do yeah. the draw, um, definitely get a ticket. It's all good. Go into a good mm. like, You may get a nice little frame shirt signed. The reason players. why I mentioned it, the reason why I mentioned it is it kind of led on to a bit of a discussion. I think it might have been on Facebook. A couple of people mentioned it about our identity mm. because we're not Marine. So mm. why are we putting the details of the, the That was my thing, yeah. The, 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 the I was... Yeah. And I can see what people are getting at, like Nick said there, yeah, but it's not the biggest game in our history. Um We didn't do it when we were in the football league, so we did but Yeah, we? of course. Um no, when yeah, we, Wembley Wembley's a totally different matter, yeah. But I mean like one well, off cup games. But like I say, <laughs> it kind of got onto a, a bit of a conversation about our identity and now the new owners, new, new, new owner, uh, been there a year. Has um, got the majority of things right, but my question is, what is our identity? What what is being diluted by doing things like this? Um, 
by changing the badge and you know making it sort of round and all kind of uh, modern and shit like that. What what is our identity? Well, for me, it's the stuff what makes... in, in, in the brand video. That's our identity yeah. for me. Where ah. where play, players can meet the heroes, community spirit, community minded. Exa- exactly all the stuff we said on the podcast before the takeover. And yeah, the that, that's what it should be for me. Yeah, that that was it. That was kind of the next thing I was going to say is that if it is all those things, if it is you know focus on the community, if it is being that kind of inclusive football club. Then all oh, that's in the in the video, and the owner, uh, the owner, Mark Stott, and his media team, who have obviously gone out and done that video, they've they've they're on the ball. They already know these things. So embroidery on the shirt isn't isn't like you know we're becoming some kind of soulless plastic club. So people kind of just need to calm down a little bit on shit like that. Oh, so I don't think anyone was properly throwing the toys out the pram over it, but um, no, it's just like, but. At the end of the day, they've never owned a football club before. That's why he's surrounded himself with people who've been part of successful clubs, like people from Fleetwood and Huddersfield. But I just think there's still a place for people who know what what county are about. You know what I mean? People like like, uh, Ben Ben Walker and Mark Smith, people who understand the culture and have have kind of a background in that type of thing. I'd kind of like to see... I mean, maybe they are. Maybe they are being asked for opinions. I don't know, but yeah, I think I think there's still a lot of there's a lot of quality, a lot of quality in the fan base in terms of people who can do stuff for the club as well. I don't, yeah. I don't think, I don't think they need to like exclude us. Yeah, I mean, as we hopefully progress um, into the football league and you know up into League One and hopefully the Championship, and we are going to attract a lot more neutral fans. We're going to attract. Um, New fans, some may come and go, and that, and and you know, some people are worried about the the identity of the club being diluted and things like that. But I don't think they should be too worried at the moment. We are going to attract a lot of newer fans, but hey, that's the price of success, isn't it? That's what twenty first century football looks like. Um, and as much as we kind of all hate the kind of corporate nonsense and modern football type stuff, that's what twenty first century football is. And we've embraced that. We've done that really well over the the last year. And yeah, I don't think people should be too worried about us kind of becoming Milton Keynes Dons or someone like that. You know what I mean? We're not. It's not going to happen. I think they've, they've the the new board and everything. They're really, you know, they're already really on the ball with everything, with everything of our past and our present. And I really I wouldn't worry too much. I think it's all going in the right direction, isn't it? I, I am I am now adamant that we're going to win the league. I've not been this adamant that we'll win a league since after we beat Chorley 3-0. And we know how that turned out. So, yeah, I want I want to win every single game, but this is going to come to our next point about Nats County now, the FA Trophy. I, I'm not big, like, I'm, yeah, I want to win every single game, but I just don't care anymore about the FA Trophy. If, with, with this season going on with, with COVID and games being suspended left, right and centre... So I don't want to lose on Saturday, but I'm not going to be asked at all. And the thing I, I I kind of agree with you, but then the thing that changed is the fact it's Notts County. It's a promotion rival who we've already lost to. Yeah, but they've still they've just they've yeah. still not won. They were in the final last year, but they've still not played that yet, have they? So no, they're not in the final. It's uh, Concord and Harrogate. I thought because I spent about 15 minutes on a podcast a few weeks ago going on about how it's Notts County, and I was wrong. 
Notts County were in the semi-final and got knocked out by Harrogate. But yeah, they've still not played the final. But yeah, it's Concord Rangers from the Conference South. Biggest game in their history and they're not getting to play it anytime soon. Oh, but I, think, I, I think most cup competitions could have... You could make a case for most of them being suspended this season for me. And just before we do move on to Notts County, what did we all think of the draw? If, I think if we beat West Ham, Doncaster... Would be no problem. And oh, then mate, we, 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 I could have guaranteed you we would have, if we would beat West Ham, we would have beat by Doncaster. Like a shit. It would have been the most county. Yeah, it would have been the most county yeah. thing going. And yeah, I, yeah. I, my, my mates messaged me. They're like, "Oh, we might play you." I was like, "No, you won't, mate. Don't get your ups up." But like, it would have been the and most typical thing. What horrible time yeah. to have United or Liverpool away though when we can't oh, go? Yeah, no. So, Same West Ham though, isn't it? Like, it's I mean, worst time to have it. If this was a season when we could go, I'd have been a lot more gutted. I think I'd still be having a bit of a hangover from it now, the fact that we've missed out on a potential trip to Old Trafford or Anfield. But as it is, I, de- I definitely don't feel as gutted as I did after Everton in 95-96, put it that way. Mm. That took get... me ages to get over. What did you feel yeah. about that, that format, though, doing the fourth draw and the fifth draw? I, I liked it. I, it was anything anything that puts Peter Crouch on my telly is fine by me. <laughs> Love that guy. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't really that arsed, to be honest. United or Liverpool away would have been just fucking epic, wouldn't it? But, you know, hey ho. When, when they were doing the fifth round draw, I went into the kitchen to get a couple of drinks. I said to my missus and her mum, I said, I bet you it's going to be Liverpool or Man United against Stockport, West Ham or Doncaster. Bet you anything. Next minute, yeah. It's like fucking typical, isn't it? <laughs> Should have put some money on it. Yeah, as you, as you can tell, I've been a bit quiet for the past five minutes because I wasn't asked about the embroidery. I wasn't really asked about the other draws. I was just focusing on the West Ham match, to be honest. But, yeah. I mean, I wasn't that... I mean, my tweet, as if everyone saw that, was I'm not asked, or people are fucking moaning about it, but I wasn't that bothered. And then, you know, people are suggesting we turn into some fucking dollars. I, I, I just think it's... Just I think it's a bit so unfair. Yeah. It's a bit unfair, because some people take the view that these little things don't matter well yeah maybe not in isolation but it's the little things that come together to make the bigger picture so yeah. that's it so, so eventually if, if we do get lots of little things that fans aren't happy about then everything's eventually going to go to shit we're going to get to a stage where we're just not liking anything that's going on so i think it's right that people are giving the. i don't, I don't think anyone was being a dickhead about it either that's that's the main thing i think it was all, all the criticism i saw was constructive uh, yeah. I've seen a few a few things on on Twitter replying to that sort of kit reveal video thing, mm. but but yeah, I mean, I, I wasn't asked about it, and, and, and yeah, I'll shut up now. I mean, just going back to the identity question, <laughs> if if you were to if you were to look at other clubs that have done that have achieved what we're trying to achieve, and you could probably count them on one hand. Of those clubs, which which would you which would you want to be closely closely identified as or with? I think for, for, I'll give you an example. My, my, where I look at, I, I always look at Brentford and think, yeah, they've been knocking around the bottom for a long time. I don't know what's happened to make them become this championship team pushing for the Premier League with a new ground, but at the moment they always seem mainly, to have... mainly the scouting. Is it? So they've, they've not, not, not an investment. I know they've. I know they've done the old statistics thing, haven't they? I know. That's that's what the, the whole money ball thing. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. So yeah. they they they're 
they're getting players now, aren't they? And and so you know, making huge profits on them. Well, they sold the striker to Villa for forty million. Well, that's I what know. I mean, and, and Ben Rama as well. That's that's why we spoke. About oh yeah, he's from there as well, isn't he? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that that's the one. I mean, when we talk about identity, that's the kind of club I would like to see us looking like when we get into yeah. the mm. championship, without that stupid ground with all the different coloured seats. It's, a, it's, a, it's exactly like Luton. We're in the, situ- the same situation as Luton were a couple of years ago when they dropped down to National League North. Yeah. They finally got investment now. And look where they were. I think I, I think they're in League One now, but they were in the Championship for a bit, weren't they? So yeah. to go from the National League to the Championship, exactly what we're trying to achieve. And stuff. Yeah. yeah, it's a good question though, Ross. Yeah, it's what yeah. we want to ponder. What would we want to look like? Yeah. I, I, I look at the teams that when I first started going, like 94, 95, I look at the teams we were playing around that time. So, I mean, my, my first game was against Bournemouth at home. So, yeah, Bournemouth, Brentford, Swan, Swansea, and Wigan Swansea, to an extent yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But obviously, I mean, with Swansea and Wigan, it's very different because they're not primarily football. Town. Wigan definitely isn't a football town, it's more of a rugby town. Whereas Swansea, yeah, they've got a lot of rugby fans with it being Wales. But yeah, we are the sole representative in terms of sport for, for Stockport. Yeah, and, and yeah, I, I, in that case, yeah, I would say Brentford is the best comparison because they've got some of the biggest clubs in the world on their doorstep, just as we have. Yeah, yeah, good shout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. give it up. And the the embroidery thing as well. Just going back to the identity. I mean, it, it, the, the, there's been times in the past when we when we've said, "Oh, the club's run." You know, it's not it's not professionally run because because it wasn't. Um, we've been called tin pot before. I just think the embroidery thing probably says to what well, says to me that they've seen an opportunity to do something constructive with the community and they've yeah. took it. Whereas maybe five years ago we wouldn't have done that. Even if we'd have got to the third round, you know, Gary Burton was asking for Man United in the third round, wasn't he? Before that was that was the, the strategy, wasn't it? Yeah, before the second round qualifying draw had been made. <laughs> but, yeah. um, so I, I just think I just think it's. I think it's um, awareness and good business that they've done that. That's and it's, a, it's another opportunity for them to do something good in the community. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Yeah. That, absolutely. That's why I'd look at it. I mean, I, you know. I mean, put it this way. When, when I was watching the match and cheering us on, I wasn't sat there thinking, look at that fucking embroidery. <laughs> I'd got over it a couple of days before, you know. Yeah, yeah. But I can see how people think it is a bit Tim Pot because... You know, oh, it's your FA Cup final. That's why you've got your embroidery on. And, and we, like you said, Nick, we've had better days than that. We're going to have better days than that. So I totally get that. I just, I don't know. It, it, something normally when these things happen and I see it online or I see it on the telly or something, it, it clicks straight away and I get really emotive about it. But I saw that and it was just, I just went straight, straight through me. I, I didn't feel anything at all. So, yeah. I mean, I mean yeah. the, thing, the thing for me is, I mean, we, we've said it a million times on the podcast, with new owners and stuff, as fans, we should be asking why, why are you doing this, why are you doing this? So a bit of, I mean, well, I don't, I mean, they've got nothing to hide anyway from what we've seen, but, you know, if, if, if owners have got nothing to hide, then they'll quite happily listen to those concerns of the fans and stuff. Oh yeah, they will be. They'll have yeah. one of the the social lads will be on it all, won't they? They'll be because I don't think we should fall into the trap of oh we've got a rich backer, everything's rosy now. I think people should still be supporting the co-op. For, yeah, for yeah, one thing. absolutely. Um, yeah, yeah. You know that that's have a thing because you never know anything could happen. Mm. Dubai could fucking sink into the sea, and yeah, if, yeah. It, <laughs> if, it, if it does, that's a lot of stocks business gone. You know what I mean? <laughs> anything could happen. It could be a natural disaster or something. Anything could happen. So we've still got a. We've still got a plan for everything, really. Yeah. It's a good shout, actually. People should be 
forced to join the co-op. Well, I've, I've said it. I, I I said it on Pete's documentary. Like when when you go and buy a season ticket, membership for the co-op should be should be included with your season yeah. ticket. Right? Yeah. Or, or just stick like an extra few quid on your season ticket, and yeah, you get a co-op membership as well. Yeah. Not to change the subject, but I'd love to do another one of those. Yeah. yeah, definitely. It's the best time to do it as well. Oh, you were going to say you were going to set up another co-op then? No, not again. Like, no. <laughs> else for people's front of Judea. <laughs> yeah. you, could definitely do, you, could, you could definitely do a then and now, though. That'd be pretty oh, good. Definitely, yeah. Yeah. Go, def- oh, definitely, yeah. I mean, just, just the, the whole comparison to five, year, five years ago, even a couple of years ago, just the comparison yeah. to where the club is now yeah. and where we're, where we're heading. It's yeah. definitely not four blue. It's rise of blue now, so... I'm just excited for the future now. Um, try and get through the season um, without any more issues with COVID or anything like that. I just want to finish the season on a high. Even if we don't get promoted, I think we'll get promoted next year. Um, I, I, I think we'll do it this year. I really do. I, yeah. I, I think not, I think Torquay are going to go on a slump. and I, I, I can see us going on some mental run again, like we have done in the past. Won't surprise me. Because it's, it's, it's coming. Know, I mean, yeah. I mean, Russ, we went on the West Ham official, didn't we? On weekend and did like a little video chat and the th- yeah that was that was one of the uh, one of the things we said and what have you so it's yeah yeah I I think um, I, th- I think we'll be all right now we because we were worried weren't we we didn't know whether we were going to play long ball or not and we said if we keep it on the deck we've got a chance and that's what mm. we did so I, th- I think yeah, it's yeah. sunk in now that we keep it on the deck we can worry any team so, so just 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 coming to the future then so the immediate future saturday against Notts county i know you said earlier that you weren't really asked about it i'm i'm probably more asked about it now because yeah. not 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 because it's a cup match but it's just the very next match after what happened on monday yeah. um, I'm, mm. i i prefer it to be a league match but i think we need to if we're going to prove that monday was a, not a success but if we're going to harness all the energy out of monday if we if we lose on saturday it might fall a bit flat if we win on Saturday, then go on a run, then yeah, yeah. That's, that's kind of what we it's need. Not, it's it? all about momentum, isn't it? It's yeah. all about building on that. And you saw it against Wrexham, saw it for a you know 60 minutes against Alsey that we can play football, we can be a, a strong, cohesive team. And we ended up drawing against Alsey, and it, but it was kind of a bit tarnished. And, and I mean, we, we, you know, the Easter game was postponed, and then we lost against West Ham. So we, we kind of just need to pick that momentum up again. And not, as you say, if we're going to go on this kind of run, if we're going to string a few wins together, if we're going to be, you know, all confident again, then yeah, we need to win on Saturday. Mm. Uh, it, it might only be the FA Trophy and it's kind of a competition we could do without we could do with a free set, few free Saturdays here and there but it's just another game and, and, and we need to win and a little bit of revenge as well I think for that, yeah. that game on I mean, they, they are one of our title rivals and they've already beaten us so it'd be yeah, nice yeah. to put down a marker now yeah I, I, I do hope he does make some changes to the team now, is it is Dagenham Tuesday isn't it yeah I don't know anymore there's, there's the whole the fixtures are changing left, right, and centre. So, so no we've, we've got we've got a trip to Dagenham on Tuesday night. So yeah. really, I, th- I think there's going to be some changes. But I mean, Ash Palmer was on the bench. Salvin Hales was on yeah. the bench on Monday night. Yeah. So you'd imagine they'll be starting. Yeah. Well, I said you know, when, I, 
when I was talking to um, the, the German commentator, he said, what do you think the starting lineup would be? So I, I reeled off this starting lineup, came to the match and looked at it and thought, fucking hell, about four of them are not a play. Four of them are on the bench. <laughs> 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 these, German, these, these, these guys, these commentators are like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> That's like, I, I, did, I did enjoy that on the commentary. Every substitute that came on, the uh, commentator on BT had something to say about him. And then Jack Hinchy came on and he just said nothing. nothing. It was like, in fact, he didn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> it was like Jack Hinchy had like stolen this guy's car and shagged his wife or something. Like, I'm, not, I'm not mentioning him. Nope. I'm <laughs> but his parents are recording it as well, waiting for that <laughs> moment when when young Jack come on and made his debut for County and they didn't even fucking mention him. <laughs> right, what else have we got? Do you want to talk about um uh chances, goal chances? What the, what do they call it? Goals. Expect XG. XG. Right. Oh. If you don't even know what it's called, Russ, you shouldn't be talking about it, mate. <laughs> In fact, you shouldn't be talking about it full stop because I know for a fact you've got children, so you're not a virgin. So what's the, what's, what, what, what's the problem? Mate? Is, everything, is everything all right at home? Because you won't shut up about XG. Oh, it doesn't no, make I, a difference. It, it, I, think, I think it does. And I'm gonna, over the weeks, I'm going to prove it to you. Shut up. Oh, good luck with that, mate. A fucking grip of yourself. I'm, I'm right. dealing with this. <laughs> so what was our XG from fucking Monday, Dan? Because we had one shot on target. Yeah, I, I didn't look at it. didn't look at the stat. To be oh, so it can't be that important, can it? Not 0.4. <laughs> I don't know. Well, West, Ham's, West Ham's would have been slightly higher than ours, wouldn't it? Yeah. You can, they... you, you can tell Dave just bought the new football manager, haven't they? Well, the if first time you... I've ever heard about it until the new football manager came out. I'm like, what the fuck is If that? you'd listen to last talk. week's podcast, Peter, then you would know that we discussed this. Uh, we uh, well, not in great detail. We did, None of us knew what it was, and Nick said anyone who um, talks about XG's virgin. So, well, can, we, can we get a move on with this? Because we're having sausage, egg, chips and beans for my tea, and I need to count all the beans to calculate the expected beans. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what, that, that just doesn't make any sense whatsoever. No, right, exactly. All the beans. Exactly. To, to, to look at the expected beans. Well, yeah, <laughs> if, you, if you count how many beans are in this tin, then next time I'm going to beans, tin. Think, I'm gonna think, know how many beans I can expect. No, no, I think if you if you, if you actually look at how they calculate it, it's quite, it's pretty, it's pretty good, to be fair. And I'll let you look at that. I won't explain it now. You look, oh. you look at it in, in, in your own time. You're setting the homework now. If you YouTube the TFO football uh, video on XG, that's the one I watched because I saw it on Football Manager and I'm like, what the chuff's this? And yeah, this they explain it quite well, but I kind of still don't get it. Like I said last week, isn't it about the, and I know it's subjective, but is it not the quality of the chances that you create? Um, and that goes towards calculating your actually i think i don't know yeah but it's based on loads more variables than that but what yeah, it doesn't yeah. what it doesn't take into consideration is the is the ability or quality of the player who's about to take the shot or takes the shot <laughs> sorry lads just dozed off there and oh. it and it doesn't take into consideration that it's an absolute fucking monsoon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's well, no legislation. Yeah, well, that. that's, that's the other thing. It doesn't take into consideration uh, like the environmental stuff or you know circumstantial stuff. It's it's more about well, a, a player needing a poo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just showing how many variables there really are. A player needing a poo. <laughs> anyway, well, I anyway. suppose we've got. 
No, I'm, I'm, glad, I'm glad you interrupted me there, Ross, because... Uh... Yeah, well, okay, Nick's thrown his toys out of the pram. Let's move on. Let's, let's talk about something else. <laughs> um, what else? So we've, we've covered Notts County. We've covered the West Ham match. Um, me and Nick are on a review show tomorrow where there's going to be West Ham fans, Nick. Did you, did you read that? Did you see yeah, that? Are, they gonna, are they going to be talking about expected goals as well? Because <laughs> I might not, I might not bother if they are. <laughs> well, if they if they start talking about expected goals, then we'll get into a proper football discussion, won't we? And not just about whether oh, yeah. shit or not. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's it's alarming how good that thirteen-year-old lad is at podcasting. I'm I'm yeah. sat here crying about expected goals, and <laughs> and he's already better than most of the people on telly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was a bit frightening, wasn't it? Yeah, it's <laughs> terrifying. Yeah, I felt I've never felt so old in my whole life. This really happening, boys. Um, I was gonna, I was gonna mention the blog. So, uh, yeah, get on that. Um, Scarfbrawlaward.co.uk and the um, drop down for the blog is there. So, um, FA Cup piece I reposted the other day. Um, the January review is underway already. Because um, if I don't start now and I leave it to the end of the month, I've got like seventy-five games to write about. And is yeah. that is that your expected games calculation? <laughs> Fuck. <Fucking hell. laughs> um, uh, I know people I'm, not I'm, what they don't understand, don't they? Hey. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, there's um, a couple of pieces. That's, uh, that's, what, that's why Pete takes the piss out of women. <laughs> you know, he's picking on everybody tonight, isn't he? Fuck me. Normally it's Russ. <laughs> Normally it's Russ. Now it's you, Nick. <laughs> get through this in a minute. <laughs> so, sorry, Dave. You've written some words or something. Go on. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've written some words um, and read them, please, because they're re- really entertaining. And um, in, in the right order. Otherwise, it don't make sense. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I, I managed to spell some of them right now and again as well. Um, Last couple of pieces I've done, I've um, dug into the archives and um, put a you know a few links to, to goals and stuff like that on there. So the FA Cup pieces on there, the Christmas one as well. So you got um, for those of us able to remember this, uh, Malcolm Brown's thirty odd yarder against Rochdale on Boxing Day, nineteen eighty nine, is on that one. So have a look at that. Um, yeah, so keep your eyes peeled for the January review at the end of the month. Good stuff, yeah, and all our usual content is on www.scarfbagaraward.co.uk. Links to all the old pods is on there. We're on Anchor now, so every pod's available. In fact, if you go to Apple and search for County Counts or County Podcast, there's four really old episodes on there that are still you can still listen to. So the Mike Flynn special... um, and, and three others that I can't remember. But they're really good ones anyway, with big guests, because I, I remember keeping them on there. Yeah, one of them was Gary Stockford, I think. Is it? Yeah, okay. So, I think, uh, yeah. Gary Stockford as well. Um, yeah, so go and listen to those, and, and yeah, we'll be doing more in the future. We've got Stephen O'Halloran coming on uh, pretty soon. Darren Ryan we've got lined up, um, plus plus more that we get our hands on. Yeah, Happy that's all the, so the expected guests, is rocking. Oh, oh. I was just about to say that. Come on. It stands for expected guests. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm pleased with myself if no one else is. <laughs> yeah. 
You, you, you stick to that, mate. You stick to that. <laughs> <laughs> right. Let's leave it there. Yeah, see you next week, yeah. folks. Right. Yeah. Cheers, gents. Cheers, boys. Ta-da. Bye. the 90th minute all your mates around you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget snatching all three points perfect order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app you in at participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonalds.com Botox Cosmetic out of botulinum toxin A FDA approved for over 20 years so Talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.